I'm sitting in a lecture room at the Karolinska Institute uh, with Professor Claude Marcus, who's a pioneer in bariatric surgery for obese children and adolescents. Um, Sweden's had a remarkable history in uh, um, treating uh, severe obesity uh, among children and adolescents. And Claude has been at the forefront of, uh, of, uh, of this research and, and his practice. So I'd like to ask you, Claude, what's the history of this, of this field? How did it start and how has it developed? Well, the major reason was that we, uh, was a, we were aware of that we could not, in a traditional way, treat adolescents with severe obesity. We can treat young children with severe obesity, but uh, when it turns to adolescents, there is no effect at all uh, for more than 90% of the adolescents with severe obesity with behavioral treatment. And therefore, we need to find something else to do because we know that the prognosis is very poor for them, both from a social and a comorbidity point of view. So we need to do something else. And therefore, we started uh, a trial, a clinical trial, with the bariatric surgery or, uh, for this group. Mm. When was that? Uh, that is around uh, 10 years ago now. Hmm. So my, my understanding is now that you, you have an, a lot of data about, about these practices, probably more than anybody else in the world. I think we have the largest group that has been followed longitudinally hmm. for now five years. Hmm. What are your, your published findings so far? Uh, so far, we, we can summarize that the weight loss during the first two years, uh, it is as good for adolescents as it is for adults. Um, but there is a subgroup uh, who gain weight, and that subgroup is seems to be larger than this, that subgroup in adults. Okay. That's very interesting. Have you got any, any speculations about this nature, the nature of this group? Because you and your colleagues must see these children mm. clinically. Yeah. We think that one of the major reasons is that they are very vulnerable from a psychosocial point of view compared to adults they have more psychosocial problems and we can see that those who gain weight they have a higher prevalence of psychosocial problems compared with those who lose weight after two years. So do you have instruments where you try to identify these psychosocial problems in the course of deciding whether to, to carry out surgery on these children? Yeah, we're doing that. Uh, but uh, on the other hand, we think it's more important to find ways to support them because even if, if they have these problems, they need surgery because they will not be helped in any other way. And we know that the risk of premature death and uh, lots of comorbidities early is so big, so we need to help them. So I think that that's more important that we find ways to improve their weight loss. Hmm. So in, in Sweden, you're really avoiding a long-term problem by, by acting at, a, at an early time. We hope so, anyway. Mm. Can I just ask you, um, for how, what kind of the practices are involved in bariatric surgery for children? Does it differ from that of adults, or is it fundamentally the same? Fundamentally the same. Yeah. Uh, and I, I would like to stress that I think this is a problem also for 
uh, for adults, that mm. there is a lot a big group that is gaining weight and the follow-up for these adults is also poor. Mm. Poor in what sense? Uh, they don't get support to really work behaviorally. Mm. Uh, too many think that obesity surgery is a quick fix, mm. that uh, it's done and they don't need anything more. And that's the impression many patients, journalists have, and that's incorrect also for adults. Mm. This is something that you, you work very hard to, to, to correct, this misunderstanding. We are, we are, yes, we do. We do. Yeah. Okay. Can I ask you, what are the, what are the long-term outcomes of, of um, um, such uh, surgery for children? What do you, do you think? Nobody knows. Uh, mm. We have data that might indicate that it is favorable to, to do this earlier compared to later. We can see that their um, physical fitness is uh, improved more than it is in adults. Mm. Uh, and more specifically, we can see effects that, that it's not only due to that you lose kilos, it's mm. more effects on physiology. Mm. And maintaining an active muscle mass that's important too, yes. So presumably children, once they've had the surgery, are encouraged to, to take on physical activity when previously they may have been reluctant. Well, uh, that's uh, our hope, but we're not sure about that. <laughs> okay. Just one last question. What do, you, what do you think the future for this form of intervention is? What do you, how do you, if you look ahead, what do you see? I think that uh, until we have other types of treatments for adolescents, mm. I think this will be an important part of the treatment of severe obese adolescents. Mm -hmm. Claude Marcus, thank you very much. Thank you.